the scams, they're easy to do. People will contact you by way of email, voice, telephone call, text, etc. Promising you everything. And of course, delivering nothing. This is the problem we have today. The scammers are continuously doing it. They will do everything they can to get money from you. They will threaten you with jail time. They will promise you good services, money. You have to avoid them. There are all sorts of scams out there. I run into quite a few. I run into tech support scams. I run into refund scams. Tax scams. IRS calling you. Social security scams. Car warranty scams. Car rep scams. There are many, many other scams out there. Federal grant scams. Insurance scams. Federal loan forgiveness scams. Credit card reduction interest scams. The scams are out there. What you have to do is learn to avoid them. If you want to do what I do, I take the time away from them and aggravate them and throw them off their game. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot of scammers out there. And they're easy to find. My goal is to stop them and to educate as many people as I can so I can stop them from getting an ounce of money from anybody. Personally, I like to put them out of business. But there's just so much and so many people that just fall for them. And I want to see it stopped. So part of this podcast is to actually educate people and give some stories about my interaction with these scammers. Thank you. This is my scam broadcast, episode one. Talks about car wrap scams. As I mentioned in my introduction, there are a lot of scams out there. I'm going to share a couple stories involving car wrap scams. Typically, a scammer will contact you by way of email or text claiming that they can get you up to $500 a week to advertise a product on your car just simply by you driving around. Sounds easy. Easy money. Simple to do. Too good to be true. And it is. First, let me tell you how the scam works. Typically, the scammer will get you to the point where they will send you an initial check. This initial check will typically be $1,500 or more money. They will ask you to deposit the check into your checking account. The scammer knows that the bank has to credit your account within 24 hours. They'll tell you wait until the check clears, then keep four to $800 for yourself, and the remainder of the money with a check, you're supposed to withdraw and take a deposit into another account or use by gift cards or set of MoneyGram to pay the person who's going to come wrap the car. Typically, there is no wrap guy. What they do is the checks will take six to eight weeks to process. And when the checks come back, this either bogus or has been denied by the issuing bank, 
you're then responsible for the entire sum of that check. In the interim, the money you pay to them is long gone. Also, another thing to look out for is inconsistencies. Most of the time, these people are using public email accounts, Yahoo, AOL, Gmail, accounts that can't be traced. They'll also use disposable cell phones or disposable numbers like text down numbers or something like that. They'll tell you, just contact me way of text. I've tried to call them. And typically, I can tell that somebody's got a very, very deep accent. Sounds like they're from Africa. They're not American. They're not even close to being American. And they will typically try to evade your questions. Also, when they issue a check, the check will be sent from one state, issued by a bank or a company in another state. This check will be written on behalf of some company. That has nothing to do with the product you're supposed to be advertising. Red, red flags. There's something wrong. My first story involved is our car app scam. I was contacted by WebText. Gentleman says he was from Rapify, which is a legitimate car app company. He asked me several questions, which were going to pre-qualify me. One of the questions was, did I have a bank account? I thought this was odd because they can pay by way of ATM or MoneyGram or other things. I told him I had a bank account. And of course, once they found out I had a bank account, I was qualified. No questions asked. I was told I received a check in the mail. And once I got it, I was supposed to deposit it. I had to take a good portion of the money and deposit it to another bank to pay for the rap guy to come put the rap on the vehicle. I was suspicious. I received a check from Texas from my bank account for a home owners association in New York. Took it to the bank. Bank says the bank account was legitimate. However, Checks were out of sequence. So I did not deposit the check. Next day I called the company, explained the situation. They said, We did not write this check. Please do not deposit it. I said, Not a problem. I said, Tell you what, I'll forward everything to you so you can turn it over to the FBI. In the interim, the scammer kept contacting me. Oh, I know you received your package. Of course he did. He had a tracking number. He knew I received the package. Kept telling me, deposit the check. So I slow played him. Oh, I deposited the check. Oh, did, did you get the money out? No, did I have to do that? Yes, you have to do that. Yes, 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 you have to do that. Okay. Now what do I do mine? Take it to the Deposit Bank of America. Okay. What account? Well, Deposit Bank of America. I have to have an account number. I can't just walk in and say, I'm going to deposit this money. Nobody would know where to deposit it. 
he gave me something. He gave me an account number. So immediately I called Bank of America, talked with the manager of the local bank, told him what was going on. He put me through the fraud department, first in Delaware, then in Fort Worth. Of course, Bank of America says they could not tell me anything about the account. I said, you don't have to. I'm telling you something. You've got people depositing money from all over the country into this account, and one person is removing the money out. They're using your money to commit bank fraud and money laundering, and you need to look into this. At which point, Bank of America promptly told me, thank you very much and have a nice day. I don't know what happened to it, but I assume that they hopefully closed the account. If not, I hope the feds get them for money laundering and supporting money laundering and criminal enterprises. Scammer kept telling me to deposit the money and sent a copy of the receipt to him. I told him I wasn't going to deposit the money. At which point he said, well, if you don't deposit this money, I'm going to put a stop payment on the check. I overplayed my hand a little bit. I told him, I said, well, it's amazing how you can put a stop payment on a check that you did not issue. And that was the last I heard of him. The next incident, a little bit more interesting. <clears throat> Same scenario. And I started asking questions. So, you know, what was going on? I received a check. I called the company. Of course, it was a bogus check. I told them I had it. The scammer tried to get me to deposit money. Of course, I wouldn't. And that was the end of that. Fast forward two more months later, I still have his text on my phone. Hey, I'd like to hire you to do some accounting work for me. It will not interfere with your job, and you can make some good money. This fool not remember me? Obviously not. So I played along. First I told him, okay, I'm interested. What do I have to do? First thing he says, well, you need to have a laptop, you need to have a printer, and you have check paper. I lied. I told him I had a desktop. Oh, oh desktop's fine. That's all fine. I said I had check paper. Oh, okay, that's fine too. Sent me a prepared form, let me print out onto the check paper. Knowing this is a bogus check, me printing that out, I would be committing a felony. So what I did was I just photoshopped his image onto bogus check paper. Made it look good. Seven PDF. Oh, that's very, very good. Okay, I'm gonna start seeing. First thing I did though was I contacted the company that <clears throat> the check was written on and talked to the accounts payable department. I gave a rundown. This is what's going on. Somebody's going to be using your account to write bogus checks. You may or may not be responsible for it, but it's going to be an accounting headache. Stop it before it starts. Call the bank. He actually explained to him who I was, what I was doing. I said, this guy's trying to scam you guys for a bunch of money. I'm trying to put a stop to him, but he has in his works, so to speak. Everything was good and good. 
until two days later, I get a text from the scammer. How dare you contact the client? That's our client. You can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Gee, that's interesting. I play dumb. Well, oh, I wasn't supposed to contact the client. That's just me. I'm sorry. Nobody gave me the rules. He says me this contract I'm supposed to sign and send back to him. It's got the name of a company, no address, no telephone number. Dates are in European mode, not American mode. It was just basically a BS contract. He's trying to make himself seem legitimate. These scammers will hire Americans to do some of their work for them, to be mules for them. They will hire a lot of people to do that. Now, the mules might make some money. But you know, if anything ever gets tracked, it goes back to the mule. It doesn't actually go back to the scammers. And that's a major problem. These scammers try to play on people's stupidity. And I'd like to see it stop.